0: This evening's Dharma talk is called Dharma windows. So the idea of a window is like, a, I've used the metaphor of, or image of a Dharma gate, uh, meaning something that, if you look at it, it, opens up to some kind of truth about you. Uh, a Dharma window, I'm using that metaphor because uh, rather than something you open up and go through, it's something you might look through, might be, might fit the situation a little better so you can actually see uh, what that is. And uh, what this is about is um, we have difficulty with something, we have someone triggers something in us that uh, causes us to feel upset or something happens in our life that causes us to be upset or uh, causes us to have difficulty. Uh, If one is a meditator, is working on training their mind to see clearly what this is, um, then you could actually begin to use those situations or those challenges uh, in your life as a Dharma window. In other words, to... Rather than go away from that, or rather than close the window, here's how we close the window. We distract ourselves into something else, I will not think about that. Or we look at the situation that's there, and if somebody is triggering or, co- or seems to be causing some kind of discomfort, we project ideas onto them about that. In other words, we blame them. So if you have somebody in your life that is causing you difficulty, it's probably, the difficulty is already in you, it's just that it's something they're doing, it could be as much as a looking at you funny or it could be something as much as uh, not doing the dishes. Some simple thing like that that suddenly you get enraged about it. So well, the rage my friend is in you. Nobody has poured a bucket of rage into you. You're the one with the difficulty. Very, very uh, uh, difficult area but using the metaphor of a Dharma means truth and window means something you look through. So the idea there is when something happens in your life that is difficult and again, I said, if you're not a, if you don't train your mind, if you're not a meditator, this will be much harder to do because you'll tend to do it conceptually, rather than with the awareness. With people who uh, uh, have not uh, spent some time stretching the awareness, stretching, training the mind to uh, to uh, prioritize the awareness rather than the shit that arises in it, we will miss the point. You'll get hooked with. You'll get hooked by. The things that happen, and they'll pull you this way and they'll pull you that way, and you'll blame or you'll feel sorry for yourself or you'll go into some kind of guilt situation. <coughs> but what am I saying? I'm saying insofar as you can, just observe. just whatever arises in your mind's uh, eye and your minds and your mind mind, you know, whatever arises in your consciousness, do nothing with it. And the more ragged and raw it is and the more distasteful, and foul-smelling it is, or whatever kind of negativity you want to describe it, um, do nothing with it. If you, if you move one inch towards it, one inch away from it, or if you shut down, you've missed the point. You've actually missed part of your life. You've missed a part of your life that may have to show up three lifetimes from now. And I'm not here to promote past lives. I don't even believe in it. Of course, I don't disbelieve in it either. So the opportunity that you have when a difficult situation arises in your life, in the particular, in your family, in your community, in your, uh, with your coworkers, whomever it is, with your close relationships, with your distant relationships, whatever is happening in that situation, if, if when it occurs, you'll notice that, that no one is actually doing anything to you, uh, uh, deliberately necessarily, but something they're doing or some situation is causing you to have a reaction that seems to be about something they're doing, and it's not to say there isn't something there, but the emotion of the feeling that you're having, having is yours. And if you if you don't examine it, if you don't look at it, if you don't, in some way, accommodate that and look at the texture of that, it will continue to what haunt you, and it can sometimes be so difficult that it'll, that it causes a negative feelings that are even more intense than the original negativity that was engendered by something somebody said or did or an incident that happened in your life. So you could take advantage of anything that's happening. You could take advantage of when something happens that is like a disappointment or something. Uh, It's not that you might not feel that it's a disappointment, maybe you lost a job um, maybe you didn't get a job you applied for, maybe someone you're in a relationship with broke up with you, um, maybe uh, somebody that you're in a relationship, you wish the hell they'd break up with you, and they don't, and you don't have the guts to do it. How's that for a normal window? Look at your life, don't miss your life. If you're really looking at what is happening in your life without adding anything to it, it should be this way. It should be that way. It shouldn't be. They did it. They. I, I, this shouldn't have happened. Or subtracting, which should be adding or subtracting. You do no math at all, and you're not also not turning away from it, distracting yourself into something else, or going to the movies, or having a drink, or not that you can't go to movies and have a drink if you want to. But when you're using that to get away from something that it might be a good idea if you paid attention to. What you're doing is you're just you're just. It's going to come around again because anything that arises in your life by way of your thought patterns, your emotions, your ideas, whatever is happening, needs to be uh, received. You need to give your attention to everything that's happening. Uh, mind is very fluid and the mind is very um, uh, sensitive. Uh, consciousness that looks like it belongs to you, actually, is not your possession. You don't own anything. It just looks like it. Seems to be necessary to, to meditate. You don't have to be a Buddhist. You don't have to join the, the Sangha. You don't have to live in a monastery. Uh, but if you're if you're um, in your living situation, if you if you just believe your thoughts, believe your opinions, believe your ideas, you're going to go in circles. You may think it's a straight line. I'm not accusing you of anything, but you may think it's a straight line, but it's actually circular. Probably your friends can see the circles. They have a little bit of objectivity. They may have their own circles that you can see. That's what friends are for. Friend, you'll notice your friend. Uh, knows you go in circles, knows you're a little bit crazy, but they love you anyway. So they're never going to point those things out to you. The Sangha might point things out to you, but they might be a little bit more respectful when they do it. Rather than accuse you, they might just point something out. The same as the one who functions as a teacher. May do that, they may not. And there's no guarantee If you just look at the situation, watch things coming and going and coming, there's no guarantee that that's going to somehow magically solve everything. It may not. You may have to have difficulty from now on, it's possible. I'm not being nihilistic, I'm just being realistic, there's no guarantee. The causes and conditions that arise as any apparent living being are unsearchable. I'm not saying you can't go back to when you were four years old, how you were mistreated. I'm not saying you can't go back four months to how you were mistreated and treated in a negative way or in a harmful way or in a disrespectful way. Of course, those things happen. But you can't find the original source for, even for your life. Do you remember uh, 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 three months, four months, eight months, two years before your first birthday ordering this lifetime? If you do remember it, what the hell do you order this one for? Why didn't you get one where you have a lot of money, you're extremely good looking, you have a really clear, uh, uh, you're very, very sane, you are a, a very sane genius, isn't it what they call A very stable genius. You could, give a, you could be that if you wanted. Sorry. I'm not really sorry. <clears throat> We have very little. We have very little say so about what's going to happen to us. It just looks like you. Do. It just looks like we do. No one is. To, I don't care how evil, terrible, horrible any individual has been. They are not. I'm not saying they don't have some responsibility, but they're not fundamentally to blame for being born uh, a dictator or being born someone who abuses people. They're not to blame for it. They're showing up a certain way. And how they work with that, uh, they may be shutting down on their responsibility, which will cause them to go through another cycle. The next, uh, If they're a murderer in this lifetime, uh, the next lifetime, there's, they're probably going to be the victim. And unless they get some clarity around it, that keeps going like this and like this and like this and like this. Uh, don't believe a word I say. I'm not here to convince you of anything. I'm here to help you see what is true yourself. That's what a Dharma window is, so you get to see it. If you see what is true, you don't need me, you don't need anybody. Get your, as my teacher, uh, Kobantino Roshi said, get your own authority. How do you get that? You look at what is the nature of authority. What is the nature of someone who knows as opposed to someone who doesn't know? Have you noticed there's, you talk to anybody, everybody thinks they they know. You can get advice about everything from how to meditate to what to eat. uh, And some people have these great big huge credentials on their wall that say, psychotherapist or whatever and it's not that you couldn't get some help from them but it's going to be based on a whole structure of of who we are and, and how to help and how help shows up and what needs to be fixed on and, on and on very rarely can you find a situation where somebody's telling you as i'm telling you now is find out who you are train your mind to see clearly so you don't have any doubts about anything this is the torch of certainty
1: Go ahead. In the past, you've talked about Dharma gates, and I'm wondering how that's different from a Dharma window.
0: So the metaphor, as we talked about earlier, the Dharma gate is more something you open up and you go through, that it's has some kind of an openness. And this, uh, using a Dharma window, uh, the metaphor there is more that something you look at, you can see through it, and it's also something you can bring something in front of it. So you see this as a window, uh, and this way there might be le- more about the awareness of it rather than about... Uh, some kind of a further continuation of the metaphor going through a door. I would say it might be good to see what that is. So say you had uh, um, uh, someone had mistreated you or someone was treating uh, wasn't treating you with respect. You might use that Dharma window to you might use that to bring that image in front of you and see more closely. What is that dynamic about? Uh, You might think, well I've been blaming that person and you might you might go back and and run that back uh, through that uh, in front of that window again and see what is that what what fundamentally is that if you see what it is uh, you'll actually see what it is rather than what it's about you will see what it is rather than why it is if you really see deeply what it is uh, you won't have any uh, issue from then on
1: go ahead. Does it matter if that person's actually done what you think they've done?
0: makes no difference. We're, we're inventing stuff anyway. So they may have done it, they may, this is like the person who, um, who uh, cuts you off in traffic, and they actually did it, but you, we don't see the a source, you don't see the source. We immediately think, what the hell are you cutting, what the hell is he going to a fire? What's going on? Well, maybe the person, it's an emergency. Maybe the person is what they're up to and what you're up to with your life, and you're just going to get ice cream. You know, They're trying to get to a hospital to save their life. Or maybe their, their, their child has just been run over and has been taken to the hospital and they just got a phone call. Maybe, but we, don't, we can't see that because things, the, the, all of the causes and conditions that, that come up with any situation are hidden. And ego, the self-centered mind, that, that's who you think you are, does not like things to be hidden. And it dislikes that so much that if that hiddenness persists, we will the ego mind will fill it in with ideas about speculation, speculation, speculation. Well, it's probably because of this. It's probably because of that. I feel this way because I probably don't drink, drink enough water. I feel this way because uh, uh, I'm uh, you know, taking uh, too many D vitamins or something. We're always speculating on why, on why did this happen. Why because, why because, why because. Why because is circular. Why? Because. Why? Because. It just goes like that. But if you say what, this is, a, this is a, a Dharma window. It's also a Dharma gate. Because if you do say what, you're not going to get a conventional kind of response. You're going to get something that you may not even know what it is. But if you persist, since it's your consciousness, insofar far as it belongs to anyone, and you're having difficulty with this, or so you wouldn't even be looking at it, then that has the opportunity to appear in front of you so that you can relate to it through your awareness, not through your thought process or your opinions. Ideas, opinions of right and wrong, will, uh, they may be relatively correct, but they're it's a trap, and it just supports more uh, self-centeredness and more egotism. And maybe maybe that's okay with you. If it is, you know, if you've got 10 more years to live, 20, 50 years, or whatever it is, I'm not here to correct anyone. Shoto. Is the Dharma G something we work with during
2: Shikantaza?
0: Probably not. Sitting meditation, it may show up, but sitting meditation is just sit down and receive. And if you're just sitting, you're, down receiving, you're not receiving, you're not doing any kind of movement, you're not doing any kind of activity with it. So it may show up, but it also uh, will probably pass away just as quickly. If you've been doing shikantaza or sitting meditation for a few years, yes. When
2: you talk about turning something into a dharmagay, if they have a particular issue, what's being suggested there as a practice?
0: The practice is, is, don't, is to don't jump to conclusions about it. Uh, and when I say don't jump to conclusions, if you've already jumped to the conclusions, then don't jump to conclusions about that. A double negativity. The first negativity is negative enough. You know, that person did that, that ass the hell they think they are, that kind of thing, we're doubling up on it, doubling up on it. And then the next next negativity would be, I shouldn't be thinking that. This is circular. Don't correct anything. Uh, Correcting things is just trying to polish your ego so you can be a better person.
2: Is there something to do about a particular issue, like should we off the cushion bring that up to look at it like a Dharma window or a Dharma gate?
0: That's the idea of using the window instead of the gate, so it's, a gate is something you open uh, and then you might look through or go through it, but it's more like something you walk through and I'm thinking don't go through it, just just look at it. So the window is more like, like a picture frame, you look, you can see through it, then you see whatever's moving on the other side and then you're, you're back away from it, it gives you some kind of a feeling of objectivity, which may, may be the case or maybe not. But just it's just a device, really. It's just a, a device, a metaphor, to help you look at something rather than add on. I like it. Add on. I don't like it. Add on. They shouldn't have done that. Add on. Blaming that or blaming yourself. Oh, here I go again. I just keep having these negative thoughts. Yes. Is the Dharma
2: gate something we should revisit after that situation's gone away?
0: No.
3: Danny. If we see that we've made a conclusion about something, is there a way to take a step back from
0: that? Just seeing that you've made a conclusion is enough. So, and you're referring to the teaching that I, the uh, way that I put this is don't conclude, include, of the two cludes, include and conclude, include, include everything. If you include, then things will sort themselves out uh, relative to the dependent origination is, that is the case uh, with all uh, relative truth. Things will find their own uh, balance or uh, equanimity, equilibrium. But if you see that you're concluding something, you just, all you do is that's a that's a window. Just look at it. Don't don't push it away. That's another. That's a more more uh, more polished kind of conclusion. Well, at least I got rid of it. At least I at least I didn't. At least I knew I was doing that and I pushed it away. More.
3: How can we tell if we're pushing it away or if it just flows away
0: naturally? If you push on it, it's probably not going to go away. It's gonna, it'll, it'll change uh, shape or color or angle and come at you at a different time in a different place, and there'll be this similar energy. It'll just come back, and it'll, it'll cause you to say something like, Oh I got rid of that," or "I thought that went away." But if you don't do any, anything with it, then it gets its energy and gets its support, uh, its uh, uh, energy and its uh, whole dynamic comes from the three poisons: pushing, aggression. Pulling, passion, or explaining or blaming, passion, or shutting down it. Something is coming up in your mind if you shut down and turn away from it, you create a polarity there that that situation gets some kind of energy from that because you're not really fundamentally separate from it. So when you try to push on something you're not separate from, it wants back in. Well, good question.
3: What's that? What is the... Sense of control that we think we have over things—just
0: that we think we're in control. Very little control. If 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 I if I had control, I would stop aging. <laughs> Not any control. If I really had control, I wouldn't have even been born because it was pretty rough when I was young. So I I, I even remember a really early me- memory I had when I was probably two or three. And it was almost a question that came up in my mind, I've mentioned this before, uh, it was pretty strong. And it was, uh, why did I come back here? Of course, now I know this. I'm here to uh, make up shit. Yes?
1: Should we try to, um, I'm not sure how to say it, but like, is there a way to go into or, or, or put ourselves deeper into the type of conflict that could be talked about as a Dharma window? Yeah.
0: You know, I think that there's a, there's a strong sitting practice. Sit down, hold still, do a lot of it. Not only an hour a day, do several hours a day. It, it can't be a hobby. I mean, it could be. You can make it a hobby, but and, and that may, uh, meditation or mindfulness practice might cause you to settle down and be more... Relaxed or more calm, or well, sure it can do some of that, but it's still a relative situation. If you actually want to transcend these kinds of situations and see deeply, maybe even transcendence isn't a, a correct word, but to see fundamentally what it is, uh, then uh, uh, repetition, doing a lot of sitting down, holding still, holding still, watching the way the mind keeps inventing things, making things up, daydreaming, and then inventing, and then. Thinking about this, analyzing that, and then then spacing out and going to uh, rehearsing or going, uh, re- remembering something that happened three weeks ago or something, a conversation you had. A constant moving around, moving around. So the Dharma window is about uh, if that particular issue keeps surfacing in, in post meditation and your everyday uh, interaction with others, then uh, that would be a time when you could. Uh, um, work with it as it would show up in post-meditation or at the kitchen table or walk, going for a walk or you could just look at that for what it is without uh, without necessarily coming to a conclusion. And if you come to a conclusion spontaneously, just like we were born spontaneously, we didn't necessarily decide to do this, but if you, if something is born, like a thought is born about that spontaneously, don't add to it. It's difficult because the self-centered mind, the ego mind wants what? Control. We want control, and if we will settle for even the illusion of control, if you watch the news, you'll see all kinds of people that are convinced they're in control. it's quite uh, It's quite humorous uh, if it weren't so tragic to see people feigning some kind of control over everything.
1: Yeah. Um, earlier we were talking about how much I hate
0: Nishikai. <laughs> <laughs> Which one is he? You
1: no. Know? I'm just wondering when you have a particular person or situation that causes you <laughs> difficulty, if yeah. you should go out of your way to like Downwalk. put yourself in front of them so that you are looking at that
0: abrasiveness. So, what I say is if, if you have something that keeps coming up, like hatred of Nishigai, uh, then at some point, rather than just let it, you know, risk the idea of just eventually just popping them one you know, or tripping him as he's going down all the hall. <laughs> you know, he's coming into the Zendo, you know, if you're the Doan, you could stick your foot out and trip him, and you could go, whoops. <laughs> but, but it would be his practice. It would be a Dharma window for him, and he would look back, and, and he would forgive you <laughs> properly. Um, so the one way we often talk about it here is if uh, people who live at the monastery are residents here, if they have some kind of difficulty. Even if it's some kind of a trigger situation, uh, rather than let it kind of roil around and more, get more difficult, I usually, if those one person or even two people or whatever, they come to me. If one comes and it's about someone else and it seems necessary to do that, I might say, why don't you, why don't you sit down with that person face-to-face, make it a formal situation, bow to them. You, they bow to you, you bow to them, say, so I have something I want to discuss with you. And if this is your mate... This is somebody you're living with, in which we have people that are, are together here. It's your mate. It's a good idea to just look in their eyes for a minute, 30 seconds, a minute, a couple of minutes, so that you reground yourself in your original inspiration to even be together in the first place. That kind of goes beyond the words. <clears throat> you could do that with anyone, but that would be a really good idea to do that for whatever length of time you need so that you, so you're actually just present with the person. Being present is uh, something that you are. It's not something you can do. But something you can do is hold still. So hold still, and then bring up, you know, I hate you, Nishikai, and I'm not sure why, but that rhymes. <laughs> and then Nishikai can come back and say, feeling is mutual. <laughs> <laughs> I know why he hates you, but I'm not gonna say it. I'm, not gonna, I'm gonna say what it is. But. Maybe you should have a talk with him. (laughs) Further question about that? Any other questions? Any questions from someone who hasn't asked a question yet?
1: Just looking at the uh, image of a Dharma window. Yes. what, What would it look like or how might that show up? if there was some form of resolution or around that.
0: I'm not following.
1: With the Dharma gate, it's talked about going through a Dharma gate, yes. you pass through it, and that shows up to me like some sort of understanding has occurred, so there's a yeah. resolution, I'm wondering with the Dharma window, is there similarly some sort of...
0: Yes, I. I uh, and using a metaphor, I, I think the window would just go away. Uh, but the wind is always available to bring something into that scenery, to, it's like it's like it's almost like a stage set. So you have a stage set, you bring that situation on, you might rehearse that a little bit to get an idea of what's actually happening there. Is this person actually doing something to harm me, or, yes?
1: Uh, the other thing that I was wondering about is, in the morning chants, the line is uh, Dharma gates are without number. Is can all of the dharma gates, dharma windows, um, resolve? Yes. Does it show up as individual resolution for every abrasive situation?
0: It can start that way, but fun- the fundamental um, misunderstanding, the fundamental mistaken identity is uh, you, me, I, all of us, we think we're separate beings. This is a misunderstanding. And we think we are a body mind. You think we think we are this body mind complex. We we not only do we intensely believe in it. We know this. We know this is us. It's me. I'm. It's in my hand. You know, if uh, this is one of the teachings in Zen. Um, if uh, quite often because of someone in uh, sage or someone a realized being, uh, in, in in our lineage especially, but in the Tibetan lineages also. Uh, someone who comes to realization about what the nature of this the true nature of this uh, is dependent origination. And everything is dependently arisen according to the Buddha 2,500 years ago and it's up to you, me, all of us to realize this. There's nothing here to believe. I don't believe in Buddhism belief is a real low level of understanding. Belief means you think something is true that you haven't looked at and you, you when you look at it you don't know what to do so you just decide to believe in it or however that may show up not a good idea. On the other hand if you disagree, then live your life. Do whatever you want to do. Forget everything I said. In fact, then in fiction, you should walk out of here and drop everything I said. That way, whatever is important, uh, if you really need to hear that, it will haunt you. You'll remember it years from now. Or you might think, what oh, was so that one guy said? Did he? People kind of chuckled when he said that, and it wasn't even funny. but there's only one actual uh, uh, dharma window gate or whatever, and that's the, the belief that everything is separate. Uh, you, you bring that in front of that window. See if, every, see if everything is separate. See if, see if beings are separate from you. See if there's an individual identity that we call me, I. See if that's real. And it's and see if the uh, whatever this body mind complex is it, is this you find out who you are, that's when I say train your mind I'll say also say find out who you are you'll find out you don't uh, you don't exist, uh, nor do you non exist, you don't have a location. The, the the physical space is a great grand illusion time and space, past and future, are Ill- illusory, there isn't anything but this there isn't anything but now, this moment has no dimensions. You can, you can uh, live here or you can live in all those dimensions and fight with your world. You can fight and win and lose and win, fight and win some more and then lose a little bit and then fight some more. Lifetime after lifetime after lifetime as a body-mind complex that thinks it exists. Don't believe a word I say. Train your mind. Find out who you are yourself. You don't even have to be a Buddhist. It helps because having a structure to do this actually gets, helps you focus on seeing what is this? Who is this? Who is this? Good luck. What?
3: Shane from California has <sighs> a question.
0: Another question from Shane. Go ahead, Shane.
3: Is there a way to convince people to stop blaming everything and everyone?
0: Do yourself, don't worry about others. You, know, you can't convince people of anything. If I could convince everybody, if I could go around and find everybody's don't believe it switch, I'd go around and turn you all off. Don't believe it. Don't believe any. Don't disbelieve it. Don't believe it. Don't disbelieve it. Don't do anything with it. Anytime you, this is how awareness looks when you believe something. Stop investigating everything. I just believe that. Why do you believe it? I don't know. You've got to believe in something. Well, I don't believe that. That's the other one. At the, 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 the best one to have is, uh, uh, is this one, and what is this one, do you know which one this one? I believe it, I, just, I don't believe it, what is this one? Help me here. Ignorance,
3: looking away, not seeing, not, not stepping up to the window.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what it is, it's not knowing. But it's a profound, it's a profound presence that doesn't know. It's not jumping to any conclusion. It doesn't need a conclusion because it, it sees deeply into what this is. And, it, and, and to the ego mind, the self-centered mind, the self-centered mind, it, 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 is, uh, uh, it feels like a failure. But to Buddha nature, Tathagatagarbha. It's the truth. And it doesn't have a polarity that it's a lie. There is, there is only the truth.
3: He has a follow-up point. He said, it's kind of my job as a counselor.
0: Quit. <laughs> Come to the monastery and live. Be a monk. Forget I said that. You shouldn't be a monk. You should be a counselor. So counsel people. How do you counsel people? Listen. Don't give them any advice listen, receive, receive, receive. If it's necessary to give them advice and you've been training your mind, Shane, then you'll spontaneously know what to say and when, when to say and when not to say. You won't be able to help yourself. And you will be, uh, people might say, oh, that helps me so much, and you won't even know what they're talking about because there's no one there to take credit for it. If you're really helpful to others, you won't know it. If you think you're helping people, uh, you're deceiving yourself. <laughs> other questions? Go ahead.
3: Eric from Delaware.
0: Eric from Delaware, is that Eric, which Eric? is? Eric has? from Delaware. Oh. <laughs> yes, Eric from Delaware.
3: He asks, um, in the past, you've said if you see someone beating a dog with a stick, you take the <coughs> stick. What about just observe, how do you reconcile observation and action? When my neighbor is hammering at 4 a.m., should I take the hammer or just observe? <laughs> Thank you.
0: You should get some earplugs. I mean, really, I'm, I'm saying do, do it relative to the situation. Someone, uh, when, when I use the idea of beating a dog, uh, I'm using that because people will bring that up. Well, you shouldn't do anything unless you have to. Well, what if somebody's doing this or what if somebody, sure. When, when I say, you, you know, one of the precepts is uh, don't lie, but you may have to lie. You know, so the idea is the idea of being aware of that so that you're always in the immediate situation. You're not in some kind of artificial law or rule or uh, uh, standard that you're obeying. And in that way, uh, and, the, and the common metaphor for that uh, kind of thing is if somebody is a murderer, and they they can't find their victim and you know where their victim is, and the murderer asks you where the victim, where the person is, you lie, you're going to help that person murder somebody, so yes, earplugs, just cut down on the intensity, if there's some way you can modify that a little bit, rather than feel like you have to do something about it, a neighbor hammering it. Four in the morning is probably just uh, addicted to carpentry. There are worse addictions. (laughs) Addiction to roofing. (laughs) (laughs) What a terrible thing. (laughs) Can you imagine somebody being addicted to roofing? We need what, a, them, what a right? thing to go through! <laughs> yeah, we got some roofs. <laughs> <laughs> need need help. Further questions? don't you It
3: seems or feels like there's a Dharma window in front of us, and there's just an unwillingness to look at it. It feels like I
0: keep distracting myself or just completely ignoring intention? Yes. Way? Yes. Um, is there a way to bring myself back to the window? So, very good. So, the way in which you describe it is there's a lot of awareness there. So there, there's no time frame in this. So, I would just watch. Uh, it's it's not um, it's not the interval interval that needs to appear for you to do this so what you do is as you use that metaphor of the window that you keep looking away from or ignoring or whatever just be aware that you're ignoring that's the dharma window for you it's to see that it's like i'll take the metaphor further it's like you you see it's a dharma window you see that beyond if you look through there you might see the truth about something but you pull the shade or turn the blinds or you turn away or you think about something else and you and you have an awareness that you're ignoring that so that's part of the that's just part of the path. Your particular uh, way of working with that is to watch the way you turn away from the truth. And just all you have to do is watch it. You don't have to stop doing that. Stopping doing that is a looking for a credential, it's looking for some kind of a success story. And that's not gonna work. When I say it's not gonna work, I'm saying that it's it's incomplete. You need to look at that more. Look at the way you're turning away. That's that's your Dharma gate, Dharma window. Look at the way you ignore. It's your style. I'm not accusing you of anything. You're telling me how. You're telling me the way you're avoiding the truth, and you're you're asking me what to do. And I'm saying just keep doing that. It's like Trungpa Rinpoche said. Um, how do you how do you work with ego? You walk on it like an old like an old shoe and wear it out. Just don't reheal it or resole it. Just keep walking on it. Just keep looking at it, looking at it, looking at it. It just it just wears out after a while. Don't fix it. Don't repair it. That's why I don't, when I say there's nothing, nothing to fix, I'm not saying there isn't something that feels like crap. Of course there is. But don't repair it and make it into a shiny thing that now I, I used to be really screwed up, but now I'm finally I'm sane and I'm doing well. That will come apart. Go ahead. What are some ways that we repair our ego? Um, explain why something happened buy into some kind of a story that's actually just a stage set, that is, that is false, that's just a bunch of props. And we can, we're very good at inventing why things and why somebody did something and why. And we're so good at it that it even looks like it actually is true. But if you look closely, you'll see that it's uh, an invention. This is why it works. This is why meditation uh, can work to help uh, someone become live a more sane and uplifted life and also look and understand what it actually means to die. Die is, death is not an ending. It looks, just looks like it's, so we try to ignore that and pretend it's, well, it's not here yet, well, I'm still young, well, uh, like people look at me and say, well, look how old he is, he's still alive, so maybe I'll live live till I'm whatever age that old man is. You know, we have all kinds of little stories we feed ourselves to keep ourselves from doing what? Look at that window. Look at impermanence. Nothing lasts. Nothing lasts. But yet, who you actually are, who you, your actual identity, can't be destroyed. Because it's uncreated. It is not a creation. Just like the body-mind complex is created, and it's going down. But your Buddha nature uh, is uh, without a source, and is not separate from anything, and doesn't belong to anyone, and that's your actual identity. But don't believe a word I say. Train your mind. I'm only able to do this because I spent a lot of time doing this, and I had some very good teachers who didn't cut me much slack. I'm a sweetheart compared to those guys.
3: Kozan from Traverse City uh, asks, how would you describe the distinction between faith and belief as it regards the
0: Dharma? Mm-hmm. Belief is something you, you claim. Well, I believe that. I believe in that. I believe in this. I believe in Islam. I believe in Buddhism. I believe in Christianity. Uh, I believe in atheism. I believe there isn't anything. I believe that there isn't any... That religion is a bunch of junk. I believe, I believe, I believe. Those are proclamation beliefs but faith uh is uh you can't even say what it is but it's a, it's a deep understanding of what this is and it can't be promoted you can't get and you can get people to believe something but you can't get people to have faith faith is extremely uh intimate and personal you can't transfer it from one consciousness to another faith doesn't have any doubts about anything this is that's that's the certainty it and without proof all proof is what, partial? There isn't anything that's totally, can prove something else. Unless it's a closed system like nuclear physics, and then you know, they're gonna look very intelligent. Or if you're really good at math, you know, you can prove a, what, theorem? You know, but can't prove it by me, because I'm not very good at that. I don't understand that. Does that help if I don't understand it? I don't know about nuclear physics, that means doesn't exist. But there's a lot of people that think that way, that they, they hear these big things and since they don't do it, then they're just going to keep uh, um, roofing houses. So belief is, a, is something you kind of express and talk about and say and say it to yourself, well I believe that. Do you believe that? Do you believe? And we have conversations where we say, um, you know, there's a tree in South America that has its roots in the air instead of in the ground. Crazy tree, I don't know where that. Do you believe that? I don't believe that. How about aliens? Do you believe flying saucers? Do you believe in that? No, uh, I don't know. I'm not sure about that. I don't think I believe in that. Oh, me either. I don't. They, they have to prove it to me. Well, don't go to sleep at night. <laughs> yes, sir.
2: When you talk about asking what is this or find out who we are. Are those questions? Are we being encouraged to do something with that? What or who? That's not just an intellectual question and response.
0: No, it's just very simple, and it's different for each person. Is going to have uh, just just what is this? Anything it shows up, rather than take it into some kind of circularity of uh, analysis or or praise or blame or anything with it. Don't abandon it. Look at the texture of that, and say what is it? It's like. Uh, uh, it won't feel like you're getting anywhere. The intellect feels like it's getting somewhere because it actually abandons what it's just run into as a problem and makes up a bunch of stories and concepts about it. And it might, you know, No matter how fancy they are, you, this over here is still what it is. But you're off into your construct. You've actually left the closet and gone out in the kitchen. where the It's like the guy who says, uh, uh, I lost my car keys. What are you looking for? I lost my car keys. Well, where do you lose them at? He's over there in the bushes. Well, what are you doing out here? He said, well, there's more light out here. That's like the person who left the closet to look in the kitchen for something that was in the dark. Uh, How do you know if you're actually looking at what you need to look at? It'll be like looking in the dark. It'll be something you're feeling. Nobody wants to reach into a dark hole and and to look for something, because you don't know what else is in there. Scary.
2: Of in my experience of asking what questions, it doesn't seem much different uh, compared to how you describe why questions. I have a what and I get a response and it seems to be its own kind of circle. So is the what question supposed to generate an answer?
0: No. But it's, it's something to do with a question that's closer to what a question actually is. Because the fundamental misunderstanding is that you're a solid being. So anything that arises if you say what, to what is that, then that will show you that you can't really know what that is, but it has to be your consciousness this happens in, it can't be this old man telling you something. Uh, a why question takes you into because, and that may be, have its own accuracy, it's just that it's circular. And you'll be back around for another question, another question, another question. People do this their whole life and think that that's a straight line, when it's just a series of circles. You want to go in a straight line, then go right at what is what is that? It's very direct. And that's the only way you'll see you'll see yourself what is fundamentally the truth. That everything is dependently arisen and it is empty of a self and it's empty of an other. That needs to be seen. Or or not. Maybe you should do something else. But well, not you, other people. You need to stay here. That's if you can, you can stay here. If you don't want to stay here, then maybe you should leave.
2: What? Is there a way to tweak that what question? Where, like I was describing, it just seems like a left-handed why question in my experience. It seems to do the same thing.
0: Anybody want to answer that? I'll answer it, but I want to hear what somebody else has to say. Which somebody else should I ask? Can I pick?
3: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Video. Stop searching.
0: Okay, stop searching. How does that sound? But don't give up. I I think uh, to be, uh, you know, I think just to be persistent about it. That's why we have uh, so many hours of scheduled sitting meditation. Anybody that lives here, as you know, sits six and a half hours a day, or at least as much as they can, depending on their work situation or other things that are going on in their life. Uh, It just seems to be important to do a lot of that, so that so that when you do relate to whatever issues or situations are coming up for for you that you're as direct as possible about it and have as little, um, um, the only word I can think of is discursive thought, as, a, as, as little flourishing of all kinds of thoughts and opinions and ideas and explanations and judgments and evaluations. We just get flooded with those. So just... Just observe, whatever is showing up, just receive it, and when you receive it, you don't have to even know what it is. Further questions? Yes.
3: Um, Further information from Shane. He says, I have to fill up a lot of space doing group therapy, and they have a serious aversion to meditation that doesn't make them feel all giddy and zen. So I get stuck teaching them not to blame or how not to relapse by distracting yourself. Mm-hmm. Helpful.
0: I mean, I, it sounds to me, Shane, like you're probably doing the best you can within the context of of your, you know, if you're doing group therapy or something like that. I think the important thing for you to do is try to meet everybody where, where they are without uh, manipulating them and spend a lot of time in the cushion yourself so that when you so that you you're, you have worked with your own awareness and your own consciousness enough so that when you go and you work with other people that are spinning or in circles or are not meditators that you can meet them where they're at without making things worse for them. It's, you don't really want to give somebody advice about anything if they're not ready for it. You can actually stop them. You can actually harm them because you're, you're because it's more about you wanting to be right or wanting to give them advice. Be very careful of that. There's no, there's no, uh, uh, the kind of the accomplishment mentality can get in the way. The only thing you have to really do to help people be present and receive whatever they're saying, ask them questions about it, With not, not in interrogation, but ask them how things are going, have some interest in what's happening, but be very uh, tentative about any kind of advice. Any other questions from anyone here? Thank you so much.
3: We'll stand and dedicate the merit in the back of our Red Chant books. Just like to remind everybody about the donation boxes in the hallway. We appreciate and uh, count on your uh, ongoing donations to help support what we do here, and the teachings. Thank you. May the merit
1: of this penetrate into all places, so that we in every sentient being together can realize the Buddha's way.
3: Of three worlds, all Buddhas, all
1: venerable ones, Bodhisattvas, Mahasattvas, the
3: great Prajna, Paramita.
1: O Buddhas and Bodhisattvas of the ten directions in the three times, please hear us. Please come down out of the light and protect Sokokoji Buddha's Temple Monastery its buildings, gardens, and all adjoining areas from any and all dark or negative energy. Remove and dissolve any negative energy or devices. Fill everything and everyone with light. Please shield and protect with light our teachers, monks, students, and all practitioners of the Dharma, our families and friends from negative forces